This is the Wholesome Monk Podcast. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Wholesome Monk Podcast. Your boy, Wholesome Monk here. And today I'm joined by the one, the only, my beautiful friend, Rocky. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing swell. I'm super excited to have you on. Uh, I wanted to talk about something I was really curious about, and we can tell by super the- Super excited to be here. <laughs> we can tell by the, uh, you know, the anime stuff, your background, your beanie, that you're all anime decked out. So I wanted to know what started your anime journey? Like, where did it start? Would it start with a young Rocky, teenage Rocky? Where, where did it start? Ooh, so it actually started with real, real young Rocky. Um, one of my childhood friends was obsessed with Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball Z. And back then it came on on cable TV at three o'clock. Like if you were not home, by three you were missing everything and one day she was like you have to see the show sailor moon like i think you'll love it it's girly and like they kick butt i think you'll like it so one day i just went over to her house i watched one episode and uh, i just i fell in love with it i didn't care that like as my mom said <laughs> the words don't match the lips um but i just love the animation style and the storytelling and sailor moon was my first uh I have so many things from Sailor Moon as a kid that like you can't see anymore. Like I have one of those old school metal lunch boxes <laughs> that like it's my my makeup holder, but <laughs> I refuse to get rid of it because I got it in like 1999. <laughs> I love it. Um, I, love I did it. stop anime. I did stop anime for a little bit about when I hit middle school. That was mm. about when Naruto came out. <laughs> God, I'm telling Paige. Um, that was about when Naruto came out. And it was almost considered like taboo and weird, which was super weird for me. Cause growing up and like when I was watching in elementary school, like everybody knew about Dragon Ball Z. They were all huge fans. They knew about Sailor Moon. Like it wasn't, it was our normal. And then for me to go into middle school and anime be like this weird thing. Like if you're into it, you're not cool. Like it almost decided who your friends were and were not. And so yeah. I kind of hit it. Fruits Basket was out that time. So like I was collecting the manga and I would like hide it in my closet so that if friends came over, it wasn't like, oh my God, she's a weird anime girl. But I was just like, I went on an anime hiatus and I really missed it up until I lived in Japan. <laughs> Love it. And when I lived out there, it was uh, for a lot of people, it was still like weird for adults to like it anime like it was normal for the kids but like if you're an adult it was still a little strange but some of the figures that they had in japan i have a moving a house moving castle figure with him mm. and sophie on like the little flying machine and i have looked everywhere else because unfortunately in the move a piece fell off yeah i've looked everywhere else to see if i could get this figure and it is so hard to find but going back to japan just made me the weeb I always was, but more open about it. <laughs> I love it. I love, I love that, uh, you know, your, your origin story, I like to say people's MA origin stories. I love hearing all of them because I think a lot of them are unique to their own. And especially like you said, you start out with, you know, your tip, like Sailor Moon, which I think a guy, a lot of people, boys and girls alike really love Sailor Moon. People don't want to admit it for whatever reason, but Sailor Moon was G. And then, you know, you dropping it for a bit and then finding it back 
in more of your, you know, go into your adult years and everything. So I think that's a really interesting dynamic. And I was also curious, like spawning off of that, what started the cosplay journey? When did that start? Because you, you have some, you have some cosplays now. I don't act like, you know what I'm saying? You be doing your thing. We be, we be seeing, we be seeing the angles. You be doing your thing. So when did the cosplay journey start? Quarantine. <laughs> I started cosplaying in quarantine. Um, I kind of needed something to do as a stress reliever. And I was working in the hospital during quarantine in the emergency room and I was just like I need something for me and me and uh my my best friend from high school actually she was cosplaying Dobby on TikTok and I was like what is this like I hadn't even started my hero yet so she had cosplayed Dobby and she was like oh man this is so much fun like I had so much fun with this and I was like okay I'll watch some of your videos see like what's going on and I was like this actually looks like fun. Um, I was a shy theater kid. I know that's a weird comment, but <laughs> I was always in theater. I just can't handle stage because <laughs> all those people, they freak me out. Um, but video was like, it wasn't weird. I've always video chatted with friends and like my personality tends to come out more that way. So when she started cosplaying Dobby and had me watch like Haikyuu and My Hero, I was like, oh, this is like fun. Like, I think it would be really fun to just like, this is a way that we can see each other and like have fun and be us without actually having to be in the same room so I cosplayed Todoroki my very first one and just so I could do it her videos I think no I think that's good I think that's how a lot of it starts you know it starts with some it starts with a friend and I think that's that's important that was one of your closest friends because that's where you know, you can form that bond. And when you have, you know, any, if any, if any insecurities pop up, you know, it's easier to help deal with them and manage them and curb them with someone that you trust uh, that, you know, to have your best interests at heart and stuff like that. So I think that's a really cool uh, dynamic that you have there, especially since you went with Todoroki. I think that's a really nice dynamic to, to have with your friend and to cosplay. And then also what, what, like, so what keeps you, making content because you also make content so what made you want to like you know go from watching anime privately and then uh cosplaying and then but now you're watching anime cosplaying and now also making content at, at the same time in cosplay out of cosplay like what, what what got you into that so my content journey is a bit weird compared to my anime journey I honestly get into most of this stuff through my friends just because they know me so well. They're like, try this, you'll like it. Um, I had lived with my childhood best friend. She's like my sister. And she was on TikTok. And I was like, I don't know what this app is. Like, I had just moved back from Japan. And like, I was on my own with her. And I was like, yeah, I don't know what this app is. What did you just say to me? Like TikTok, the song from Kesha? Love it. She's like, no, <laughs> no. Um, she's like, it's this app where like you can do sounds and pretty much it's almost like you're the anime character from or like it's almost like voice acting where you don't have to worry about if your voice sounds perfect you you just sync up to it and I was like okay so she had me do a few videos with her when we lived together and I was like oh this is actually kind of fun like it's a good way to just be creative but if I'm absolutely brain dead after work I don't have to think of how creative I have to be yeah 
And most of my stuff isn't like things that I'm like coming up with on my own. It's more of like, oh, that was a really good idea. Let me just put my own little spin on it. So it still takes some creativity, but if I had a bad day at work or it's really long and I just want like that one stress reliever for that I, and just to make one video, I can, and it's not gonna like overwhelm me. I know a lot of like some of the creators, cause I know I've talked to friends where they're just like, I'm so worried about keeping up to date. And even I hit that point where a little, for a little bit where I was just like, what is gonna be good? that I put out like does it does it matter does it not matter and especially when the algorithm was going everywhere yeah. it was just like oh maybe my videos aren't good maybe I'm the only one that likes them and for and after a long time I was like well who cares if I'm the only one that likes it like I'm making it for me as a way to relax so or just to have fun so that's just what I'm gonna do and once I started creating content that I was just like, I'm doing this for me. One week we'll be talking about anime. Another week we'll be talking about books. Another week we'll be talking about who knows what else I'm gonna do. But if I do it for me, then I don't really care what the algorithm is or for my views or likes. It's just something me and my friends will do together and be like, did you see my video? You have it, it hasn't popped up here. I'm gonna send it to you. I'm really proud of this one. <laughs> no, I think that's, I think you you hit the nail on the head because at the end of the day, if you're not having fun with what you're making, then you know you you're going your creativity is going to going to wane, and then you're going to you're going to start disliking it, and probably disliking whatever the subject is, whatever the material is, like anime, manga, things like that. You'll you'll get. Um, I was curious also, what is your favorite cosplay that you that you've done, and what is your dream cosplay? Oh, my favorite in my dream. Oh, that's tough. Um, I would have to say my favorite cosplay. Um, honestly, I I don't know if it's because Todoroki was my my female Todoroki was my first, but uh, that cosplay seems to be my favorite. Um, like Bakugo, I love cosplaying Bakugo, but we're so similar in personalities it's not I don't feel like I'm really cosplaying whereas Todoroki I have to be so like monotone and almost like no feeling and I have to be completely opposite of what I am to where I'm like oh this is kind of a challenge just like being Todoroki whereas like Bakugo I'm like oh man I get him like personally on a level <laughs> we're very similar um um and I have a friend who cosplays Deku uh, and I love her Deku cosplay, but that girl is Deku through and through if I've ever seen it. And sometimes I'll just throw on Bakugo just for her, <laughs> just so she has somebody that like will do at her videos. But my favorite would definitely be Todoroki. My dream cosplay, that one, honestly, I would love to do Urza in her thousand sword form. Okay. That just seems so complicated, and I'm just thinking, oh god, there's just a whole lot to that cosplay that my brain can't be wrapped around right now. I think that'll be fun, though. That'll be a fun, that'll be a fun challenge because you know it's all about, like you know, just seeing yourself and visualizing it, and then just kind of like one day, you know, slowly chip away at it until you can until you can pull it off. I'm be, I'm gonna be looking forward to. It. I'm be looking forward to. It. I'm like, oh yeah, Rocky. 
I remember, I remember when, when she said she wanted to do that, you know what I'm saying? Worked up to it. And now we hear there's a cosplay. I'm surprised though. I didn't know you were a fairy tale fan. When, when did that happen? Oh my God. I love fairy tale. Um, I think I started it when I was in Japan and it was right before uh, the really devastating arc where they all lost something important. Uh, it was rough. I had to wait for that one to come out. And then when it finally did, I was like, I don't think I'm prepared to actually watch this. I'm going to go on a fairy tale break. <laughs> that's, that's, that's great. I love that. I think, uh, you know, that's, that's my, my, a lot of my friends really love it. My niece loves fairy tale, like to death. So that's, that's always fairy tales. Always, always nice to hear why people got it or why people got into it and like where they're at and how they feel about some of the characters. Um, I'm also curious. Cause you know, we see behind the manga, like, so when did manga collecting be as well? I mean, we know my hero is your personality, but like when did manga become like a, like, you know, I got to collect, I got to physically collect these. Um, it wasn't really like a physical collection until I became an adult. Uh, when I was a kid, like the only places you could really get manga was the library or Barnes and Noble and my mom was not willing to shell out the money for me to just be having all these mangas um but she was my mother was super huge on reading so if it wasn't a chapter book it had to be something so when I started coming home with mangas from my friend's house she was like well there's words I'm happy I don't care if like half the pages of picture there's words um so I think I got my first full like collection of one series I probably finished it about when I was in high school. I was a freshman and I loved the story. It was a cute little love story of like some girl on her first love. It was really cheesy, but I was like, I have all these books. They're mine. It's an official collection. My mother actually paid the money for it. It's my treasure. And I think I had like one, one fruits basket book and that was it. I didn't actually start collecting until I got out of the military because these, these guys are heavy. They are. <laughs> I have a weight limit to keep when you're traveling so once I got out I was like I'm gonna buy all of them and I have lost my mind <laughs> no I, I love that I think manga collecting first foremost manga collecting figure collecting is I think two of the most expensive hobbies known today the only thing that's more expensive is comic book uh collecting and then superhero uh manga those things are I would say a lot of superhero stuff is more expensive than even anime stuff because they go crazy they've had since 1920 to be making these figures yeah. and toys so these things go nuts and people in, at least in the west love it and buy it up um i'm also curious and this is a hard question so I, you know you can you can take a little time not too much time a little time okay. to think about it uh because you know no judgment from me can't promise other people but not from me uh top three anime go no order but just top three right now or all together all together like i gotta know are we talking about like new gen are we talking about like ever seen <laughs> any anime you have personally seen top three no order but top three. Oh yeah that's gonna give me a lot of hate i know it is <laughs> um i'd have to say no particular order um fruits basket demon slayer and as surprising as it may be considering my collection, I actually really like Black Clover. 
Yeah, I know. Everybody's always like, well, that was a podcast, everybody. Thank you so much, Rocky, for coming. You got to be in the top three, right? And I'm like, my hero probably. What is, what is it about Black Clover in particular that, that is it, is it Asta against Swole? Is it, are you like, well, what's the, are you, are you saying you're sipping after a lot, of, a lot of Black Clover characters? Well, what's the dynamic here, Rocky? Cause I just, I just can't, you know, no, again, no judgment from me. I just, you know, I just want to get into your mind. Let me, let, let's, let's get into your mind here a little bit. What about, what about um, Black Clover? I like Black, I like Black Clover because, um, they're a bunch of misfits like you don't see that at first but like the black clovers are like so sporadic they're he the captain yami saw like the best in some of the weirdest people and i love that and i love how the story goes for somebody who in a world full of magic like he's the underdog like who doesn't like a good underdog story um i don't care about him getting swole like that's a dude thing <laughs> or like gym rats if, and I like if you gym. say so if you say so <laughs> i don't know i like captain yami though i uh, see <laughs> it always comes back to the swole the swole uh cigarette smoking motherfuckers but go ahead he's he's a himbo through and through captain yami is dumb as a box of rocks <laughs> but he's good people <laughs> And I just, I like the story. I like how a lot in a lot of um, Japanese animes, what Western culture considers good is bad, like Seven Deadly Sins. The sins are the superheroes and what you would think is virtuous is bad. And a lot of the animes do that. I mean, even, um, which one is it? Devil is a part-timer. This is wild. (laughs) This is wild. This is wait, 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 wait. Here we go. Wait, wait. No, 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 no judgment. Just, it's just you know, I just want to make sure we walk through this. We gotta walk through a mental process here. Um, so you, so you like Seven Deadly Sins? I do. So why, why? Uh, just, just, just curious. I'm just curious. Me, just for my personal notes. It took me minute to like Meliodas. I thought he was a weird little pervert. <laughs> um, but I like the dynamic b- between the friends. I like the fight scenes. I think they're really good. And I like how they just rewrote all these legends and like religious stories that we knew and then just like took them and came up with something completely new. If you can make a story that everybody knows everybody knows and then just twist it into your own thing and make it entertaining i think that's absolutely brilliant i find it absolutely entertaining and those are the types of stories i usually tend to go to it's like oh yeah i know this legend or i know this story and then to see it formed into something else is like oh that was a really cool way to write that interesting interesting i i, I like where you went with it you tried. I, I like where you went with it, and I, and I and I, I understand where you are. Um, 
fruits basket is the same thing. Um, so many people wow. are raised with the zodiacs. They are raised with the zodiacs, and uh, my mother was stationed overseas, so she had one of the stories where like a cat is mentioned, but not being in the zodiac. So when fruits basket became more prevalent this last few years with the reboot. I was like, I already love it. I already know the story, but it's still like that story I grew up with as a kid, but it's rewritten as something else. And I just love those. So you're a sucker for romance. I'm a sucker for a retelling. I don't care if it's romance. Uh, honestly, I thought Death Note, honestly, Death Note is one of my favorites. I love Death Note. <laughs> um. Angels of Death is really good too. I love the levels of serial killers. So it's not just romance. I like the dark, the light. It really just depends on my mood. <laughs> I see. I, I was about to say, I see. I'm starting to develop a pattern here with you. So that's, that's this is great. We're working, working on something here. Um, no, I, I think so. I definitely, um, you know, respect all the choices and, and your various tastes, but if there was one character from seven, seven deadly sins that you could cosplay as right now, like if I just gave you a, a blank check, like go ball out, whoever cosplay you want from seven deadly sins, which one are you going with? Oh, that's really hard. <laughs> if I could cosplay any character from seven deadly sins. Yeah. No judgment, except if you pick like this one character, but that's between me. I'll see if you say it first. <laughs> um now everybody makes fun of me because I can never remember a name personal or show wise um I think it would have to be if I could cosplay no if I could cosplay any character it would be time skip king and would make him a woman <laughs> okay he got weeks <laughs> I'll take that I'll take that I think that's that's, that's interesting I'll take that um, I love King. King is my favorite. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, no, that's that's a good. I mean, it's a good choice. I I thought you're gonna pick like maybe like King Arthur, or like, or like Ban. You know, I thought you're gonna pick Ban. To no. be honest, Ban would been. Ban is everybody's go-to, and honestly, Ban was the reason I started watching. And then as soon as King stabbed Ban in the chest, I was like him. I like him. <laughs> that's, that's the one. The soft boy. Teddy bear. We love it. We love we love the we love the choice. We love the decision. Um, <laughs> so I'm also curious because you also said that you like fruits basket. Um, talk to me about. I know you said it earlier, but like let's go more in detail about like how you got into the series and what that series means to you personally. I actually. So I stumbled upon fruits basket. It wasn't anything that like all my friends were watching at the time. It wasn't crazy popular um and I think I was just like in the library looking in the manga section and I don't even remember which one it was that I picked up but it, I remember it wasn't the first one it was definitely out of order um it was probably the one where the ram's on the cover because I'm the year of the ram and I was like oh this looks cute and then when I read the back I was like I need the first one like I need <laughs> the first book of this and then when I started reading this I was like I'm not prepared for this but it's too good to put down <laughs> and then 
I had watched the show, the old version, and that was the only one I knew. And then the new one came out and I was like, I don't know if I can, because I grew up with this. This is like my childhood. I got my, this was the one I got my friends into, like, this is my baby. And a lot of my friends were like, no, you'll like it. I promise. It's, it's really good. I didn't actually start watching the new one until season two. And I was like, I don't know. And then I saw, and like, I saw the new animation style and I saw that it kept closer to the manga than and the series that I grew up with on TV. And I was like, I love this. Like they did so good with this new season. I think that's, I think that's fair. I, I, I stumbled across Fruits Basket like around when season two already ended uh, a couple months before season three. Uh, I avoided it for the longest time because I wasn't a fan of the older animation. It wasn't bad. I just, you know, it was just like, eh. And I thought it was like some reverse harem. And it's just not my thing. So I was just like, and I'll just, I'll just keep it moving. I thought it was just one girl and then a bunch of just dudes with just like, just transforming animals. Yeah. I, and I didn't even know where it went after that. So I was like, you know what? That, that's, that's just, that image for the streets. We're going to keep it moving. And then one day, you know, quarantine, like I think it was like last year, November. And I was like, oh, let me just like check this out because I don't know, people be talking about it or some, some bullshit. So I was like, let me just go watch it. It seems interesting. I wanted some new romance in my life watched it loved it and then thank thank god for me i didn't have to wait long for season three um other people were waiting i don't know how they did that but i was like boom season three a couple months later loved it um super emotional definitely definitely highly recommend and i have i'm starting to collect the i've been collecting the manga over time and because uh, i was waiting for the latest season of the, I, wait, I was waiting for the series to be finished which now it is so i can start reading that and then eventually i'm gonna go watch the 2001 version just so i can i'm trying to be like rocky here y'all you know what i'm saying i'm trying to be the the fruits basket guru that rocky is you know i don't know about i don't know about black clover and uh uh, and, uh seven dozen sins you know what i'm saying but we out here vibing we out here are doing our thing but uh for those that can't see that cannot see because they're listening uh rocky is wearing a beanie from demon slayer so talk to me about the demon slayer drip uh why why do you like demon slayer the most hated anime of all time what I did not think, but it's not the whole, is it really? No, it's not. The internet, the internet will make you think so. <laughs> I, I really like Demon Slayer and apparently all the money it's making is proof that everybody likes Demon Slayer. They can, when think. they want to admit it back. You would think. You, I don't care. I really like it. I think it's really good storytelling. I know it's, I, a lot of people say that it's really slow starting out. Um, other than the first episode, that obviously doesn't count. <laughs> um, I know they say it's really slow starting out, but I think the storytelling is really good. I think the characters are very wide range. Um, I just like the animation style, I'm not gonna lie. It took me a minute to get into because I was so used to the original animation that like everybody was around and grew up with to Demon Slayer came out with their CGI look, which I was like, whoa, why does it look like a video game? This is freaky, it's freaking me out. Um, and I didn't watch Demon Slayer dubbed first. I know people are like dubbed or sub snobs. I really don't care, it really depends on the anime. Um, I really like Demon Slayer dubbed or subbed. I love it subbed. <laughs> I like hearing the original voice act. 
protectors from Japan. Whereas like fruit basket, fruits baskets, my dubbed one. I will own up to it. I love hearing it in English. There's nothing wrong with that. But Demon Slayer, I've seen the movie subbed and dubbed in theaters, and I just I really like it subbed. I do. Um, I wow. like. Wow, we have a sub elitist over here. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. Oh man. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 because a majority, a majority, a majority of my animes, a majority of my animes are su- are dubbed because I love. Mm, you see the, the slip right action. there? You see the slip? She's trying <laughs> try to gain favor again. You know how she went, like, the sub came out. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, you know, my, I, yeah, my bad. You know what I'm saying? Okay, you, you, I you. met Ian St. Clair and I love him in Haikyuu. I love him in Black uh-huh. Like, I love my English dubbed. Sure, it's just sure. certain ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I'm, ne- I'm never going to knock somebody whether they listen to it in subbed or dubbed. I don't care. Okay, um, sure. But I really, I do. I really like Demon Slayer. I like the concept. I like some of the stories and how the villains aren't always just villains. Like she, the author plays both sides really well. Whereas like Disney, for example, is this is the bad guy. This is the good guy. There's no in between up until like what Maleficent was that's what we grew up with and then Demon Slayer's like hey this is the bad guy this is the good guy this is the bad guy's really sad backstory this is why they are who they are you already know why the good guy is who they are and I think she wrote that in with them really really well some of the animation takes some getting used to um there's a scene from the movie that i'm just like that could have been done that could have been drawn out way better it looks weird but it's just that one scene so i didn't move past it and it she really writes it to where she hits the emotions for demon slayer so well like when the movie came out everybody was like oh man i've only seen this one character for what two episodes in the series and then like half the movie and he gets hurt and everybody's distraught. They're just like, why do I like him so much after barely seeing him? And it was like, cause she wrote him just so well, you can't help but to like him. And then with the next season that's coming out, I'm just so excited. I've read the manga, I'm up to date. So I know what's gonna happen, but I'm just so excited to see everybody else's reactions to what they're gonna find out. Yeah, I think, I think, um... You, you're the first person to ever, ever say that about the animation, but I will say that um, it was, yeah, I think people really, and that's the, that's the thing is that, and people don't believe me when I say this, I was like, Demon Slayer does not have to be compl- complicated or complex oh. for people to like it. Like, it, it literally does not. Most, most shonen that people, like, digest is not complicated at all. They, they try to make it be complicated, you know, they try, but I was like, it, it's not complex, it's not complicated, it's pretty straightforward, because a demographic, it wouldn't make sense, like, it wouldn't, you just can't do that, because it's not going to hit the audience as for, no teenagers going to want to dissect something they know nothing about, um, or young, you know, or even younger than that, so that's why I try to tell people what Demon Slayer finds success in is that it's a simple story that people can just dive into um, and just enjoy, turn your brain off, enjoy, uh, and like you said, the characters are have their backstories that I really enjoy and I think gives them more life than just haha I'm bad mustache twirling villain um or antagonist and uh you know it's, it's again it's a, it's a it's a revenge story that's what this is it's a revenge story um and there's been plenty of them in animes I don't know why Demon Slayer is the one 
that's like you know another thing too i can i I can't even see it but everyone keeps telling me like the first this first season is just really boring and i just sometimes i can see what people will be saying but i just can't i just never got bored like at all like i just never it just wasn't boring to me I, i i don't know if people just went in with like just some kind of savage mindset or like they didn't already just they just didn't want to like it going into it so just whatever i'm not sure um and like you said about the characters in the movie and all those other things is like that's what this author does so well and that's what authors should do very well is to make you like a character because it's not if it's not the main character you're never going to get a full like you're not gonna get a lot of time with them you're just not so the job is to make it to make the character feel like it's your best friend or your girlfriend or husband or like whatever that role the character is feeling or whether whatever emotions it's hitting that's what the character is supposed to do in that limited amount of time and i feel like the author is able to do that and that's what you that's that's what makes you cry for a character you only saw for like i don't know like 45 minutes or so like you just got to know that character and then now, now it's done you know and that that's what is so nice about the the uh about that property demon slayer in, in general and I think it's I think it's really nice. I think it gets a lot of hate because people just love it and people don't love their favorite anime as much. And it's really unfortunate. Like it's really because at the end of the day, Demon Slayer fans, from what my from again, from my perspective, it could be completely different. But from what I've seen and uh interacted with, Demon Slayer fans really just appreciate their anime and say, Oh, this is one of my favorite animes, which Everyone's like, that's is a trash anime. How's that possible? I was like, I don't think you've heard what people are saying. It's like they say it's one of the best. If they like it, they like it. You know what I'm saying? Like they haven't seen every anime. The person that's disagreeing with them haven't seen every anime. And it's like, it's fine. Cause if it was their favorite anime, then the conversation would be different. So I, I just I just can't I can't tell that. But Rocky, thank you so much for for joining me on the podcast and and revealing so much about yourself like that year. Again, I want to make sure this is on public record. Rocky is a Black Clover fan. Uh, and a Seven Deadly Sins fan. Black Clover fan is fine. You know, we, we can we can move past that together. Uh, Seven Deadly Sins fan, we're going to have an intervention about. But uh, where can the people find you out there on the interweb uh, that want to enjoy your content? Oh, man. You can find me on TikTok at Rocky. How do I spell it? R-O-C-K-Y, Weeb. Um, you can find me with the same log in on Instagram. And as soon as my work schedule settles down, you can also find me on Twitch where I will be playing Dragon Ball Z and all kinds of anime games, especially considering I just got the Demon Slayer one. <laughs> I was thinking um, about getting that. At Rocky. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> it looks so good. Um, Rocky underscore Weave on Twitch. So that's where you can find me <laughs> online. That's good. That's good. You be playing Dragon Ball Z games? Um, yeah, they're not completely my favorite. They're more like they just remind me of Mortal Kombat. And I'm just like, those are the kind of Dragon Ball Z games I play. I've recently downloaded one from my computer where you have to become a Saiyan. So that one seems to be pretty interesting. I play that one mostly on Twitch. <laughs> Interesting. How about so you don't you don't you don't want the work, but that, that's a whole different story. Um, you can follow me on all social media platforms at wholesome underscore monk. We can also get wholesome monk merch. You saw the hoodie 
We have the cups and everything, pillows, blankets, you name it. We got it. We're coming out with hats soon as well. Um, and don't forget that if you watch this podcast or you listen to it, you're now 10% more wholesome than you were before you listen. Peace out, everybody.